What's up, all you hitchhikers? Welcome back to another episode of The Strange Road. I'm your host, Mikey. As always, riding shotgun, Bub. What's up? Stoner and Disborough and Master Control, making everything look and sound awesome. And we have an awesome show for all of you tonight. Uh, we I'm have a, an awesome guest, Bub. First things first, how you doing? I'm great. I'm Feeling great. good? I had a great day. Yeah. Yeah. Today was a wild day. Don't don't steer me in a direction we can't okay. recover from. We're not we'll going into GameStop territory Jeez, right now. Jeez, don't even say the <laughs> don't even say the name. Uh, not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. We were way. gonna have an emergency GameStop live stream where Bob just ranted for forty five minutes. It's so <laughs> so close. Feels like Nostradamus had this in like his fourth quatrain. Oh my god. So <laughs> All right, we're already off track. Let's get back on track. And I'm actually going to introduce our guest tonight. We have researcher, Let's podcaster, yes. YouTuber, Burton right. Moran, local legends, everybody. Burton, yep. how the heck are you, buddy? Oh, I'm, I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here. I really appreciate you guys bringing me on. Absolutely. Dude, we're super, super stoked to have you. Uh, one great thing about Burton just like all around, one of the nicest, coolest dudes ever. First things first, he's been supporting our show and tuning into our live streams and yeah. active member in the chat that right. always has great information, letting us know about so many things that like, dude, how many things has Burton hooked us up with right. that we had no clue about? Right. And that's why we're here. That's why we're What's doing that? this episode. That's that network too that's kind of being built of like that relay of information that, hey, did you hear about this? Like. That's yeah. what we do. Yeah. That's what's going on with the contacts, you know, that we kind of like start reaching out to now. And we're like, man, that was great. Like we, yeah, we get hit up by a lot of people, but Burton is definitely like yes. hitting the nail on the head and has kind of the nose for the strange. Yes, he does. And we appreciate I, all the support. Um, you know, Burton, how did you get down this road? Were you kind of a weird kid like we were just into strange things, uh, you know, finally found a community of people because you're really active in a lot of uh, the weird fam, the hollow sky kind of Appalachian intelligence and Bigfoot society and all the creators, you know. Uh, so if you always had this itch to research strange topics. Oh, absolutely. Um, one of my earliest memories is like seeing a ghost in our house when I was a kid and my parents explaining to me what it was and, Pretty much ever since then, it's always been, this is a thing. This is real. Hmm. And, you know, people, a lot of people don't even try to talk about it. Right. But I think that's one of the things that makes me want to talk about mm -hmm. it even more is like right. some people just write it off as absolutely nothing. But if seeing is believing, then yeah, I'm a believer. Yeah. Because I've seen some things that are just unexplainable. When you say ever early since then, on, it's just been like. Yeah. When you say early on, how early on? Like. Six, seven, ten, twelve, like five. Three. There you go. Okay. So yeah. your parents were aware of the ghost or whatever you saw. Everybody. Okay. Everybody was aware of it. It was very interesting. Uh, whenever I was a kid, if I got scared at night, uh, I'd go sleep on the floor in my parents' room next to my mom. Hmm. And hey. yeah, I mean, it was, we lived, technically it was on reservation land, but we lived five miles out of town. My dad owned a junkyard. And he took a, basically a bunch of mobile homes and he put five or six of them together. So we had a really big house, hmm. but it was all laid out kind of like a, almost like a maze of houses that you had to go okay. through. But wow, one of the, some of the earlier homes that he put together, like that's where the the paranormal first started happening. And 
so many experiences happened on the junkyard alone mm. that we were bringing in cars that people had died in, and then we'd experience something different. Oh, and sure. It was insane. Wow. Just so many different things were happening. So you but said it was also by reservation land as well? It, it technically is reservation land. I'm part Native American. Okay. Uh, my dad is, was a tribal member, Telepass, obviously. And then I'm also a tribal member. My kids can become tribal members, but I haven't done the paperwork on that. Okay. We'll, we'll skip over that. But sure. so basically they'll give, if you're a member, you can get the land or all that kind of stuff. You fill out the paperwork, they'll hand the land over to you. My dad started his business there of the junkyard. So technically once it's his, it's his. Mm-hmm. It's no longer... Even though it was tribal land, it technically will eventually go back. But right now, it's not. Okay. It's still in my family. Gotcha. So, yeah, my dad started a junkyard out there. I went to a school that was literally bordering the reservation. I had friends that were both Native American, white, basically everybody that was there. I was friends with everybody. But I am part Native American myself. And... A lot like my cousins and stuff. If you saw me and him, them together, you'd be like, "No way, first cousins." Oh, really? Yeah, you'd be That's like, hilarious. "What's this guy doing with these guys?" Yeah. <laughs> wow. So you you really grew up in a supercharged paranormal right environment, right? Uh, you know, and you know when you said your dad would would build these houses, do you think like the orientation of how he was building the houses, like trapping energy, geom- ge- like the geometry of the structures in some way can kind of, I don't know. That's just what I thought of when you're talking it's about. It's an interesting thought, but I don't think that because the, the design was more like one trailer branch off to another trailer, branch off to another trailer, down to another one. Gotcha. So it was kind of like a zigzag pattern. So I wouldn't think it was set up in any kind of a symbol that right, would track right. the paranormal. Yeah. But like I said, I think just the, the things that were attached to these vehicles or mm-hmm. To the house houses before my dad bought them the mobile homes and stuff. Sure. Right. I don't know. I don't know exactly what was going on there, but it was a hot spot. So, but like your parents are seeing this. I don't know if you have siblings. If you did or do, were they seeing this as well? Like, so when you say everyone knew, like the whole family from mom down to all the kids. I'm the youngest of twelve. Okay. All right. So everybody that was in the house while I was growing up, which was uh, four of us. Yeah. Including myself and the other ones are already grown up at this point. Right. Mm-hmm. And basically everybody that was in the house was seeing it. And then it it branched out to where my parents would have guests over and they would see this thing. And it's an old lady. I, I say a thing, but sure. I mean, with this old lady <laughs> and she would, ju- <laughs> she was what we call a residual haunting because she would just do the same thing over and over. Same spot, she just, same location. Same yeah. She would show up, appear in our bathroom walk across the hall into my brother's room and my sister's room because we shared one at the time. And then they'd he'd, the lady would walk back into the bathroom and then disappear. Hmm. And like hmm. full oh. body apparition, wow. same thing. It didn't happen every night, but it happened damn near every night. Wow. And like I said, it got to the point where we were seeing it in the middle of the day. And it was no big deal, you know. Um, but my dad would have friends over. They'd be drinking coffee and they'd just be sitting there and talking. And my... I remember I was in the kitchen this time. One of my dad's friends goes, oh, I didn't realize you had company thinking he was overstaying his welcome or some crap. <laughs> and he's like, no, what are you talking about? Nobody there. Well, oh, I think, isn't that your mo- mother-in-law that I just saw? Because my mom's white. This is a white lady. And they're like, oh, no, I'm pretty sure she was white. I can't remember exactly. But they were like, I just saw this 
a woman walk across the hall there. And my dad's like, oh, no, 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 no. That's just a ghost. That's just the ghost. Don't That's don't, the, don't you know, concern she... yourself. It, it was a real person. We know it's a ghost. That's hilarious. Yeah, exactly. That's wow. hilarious. So yeah, so, it's commonplace. It, when you say if you're ever home residual. alone, you're never really home alone. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. I guess you get used to it, right? Yeah. Like, or you move, like would you know, the, the, or, or you perform some kind of like a, 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 a ceremony or. or uh, Help guide them to the other side. Yeah, some kind of like That's, seance or 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 some kind of like incentive to go. Hey, it's okay. Like you know, however you help. I don't know. I've never done it. I wouldn't say just smudge right. them away. You know, I'm not really versed in helping lift spirits, but uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking like that, there's there's only a couple options. That, that was exactly our question as children. We asked our parents, mom and dad, what do we do? Yeah. Like this old lady, mom right. and dad were like. She's not hurting anybody. Yeah. But if you want to help her cross over to the other side, you just pray. Just pray for her mm-hmm. to find her way. Right. And that's what we did. We all just kind of prayed. And over time, over years, eventually she just stopped showing up. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. But was that the only ghost or were there multiple ghosts? Okay. <laughs> multiple. Like, no. Just the one in the house. Yeah. yeah. So you used. No, not even that. <laughs> but she was the one other... in the house, house, right? Or. She was in. Uh, one part of the trailer house, yes, yeah. she was there, but there was also a little boy that showed up one night oh, God. or one afternoon, I wow. should say. It only happened to me on this one. I was doing my homework. I was in high school at this point, and I'm doing my homework. I'm down in the, the living room area, but you look down this long hallway into our laundry room, which is also another hallway that connected into our uh, family or dining room kitchen area. And I see this little boy poke his head out around the corner, and he's like looking at me. So I'm looking at him and I'm thinking to myself, well, somebody else is here. You know, they're drinking coffee and bullshitting with each other. So that's so crazy. Basically, my job as the teenager, or the kid in the house was go get the company's kid, put cartoons on for him in the living room while the right. adults talk. Right, right, right. right. They're going to talk about all kinds yep. of grotesque shit. Yeah. Be so a host. <laughs> that's my, yeah, exactly. So that's, you know, I'm like, oh, well, I better go over there before after the guests leave. My parents will yell at me. You know what you're supposed to do. So. I go down there to the living room or the kitchen area and my mom's doing dishes and I ask her who's all here. And we were five miles from town. So it wasn't like somebody just walked into our fucking house. Sorry. Oh, you're good, uh, dude. You're good. You're good. (laughs) So I'm like, who's here? And mom looks at me. She said, Oh, it's me and you. Your uh, brother is down at the white Buffalo's house. Spend the night. Your dad's in town playing slot machines. And I'm like, well, that's all good and fine, but who's the kid? What kid? I'm like, the kid I was just staring at in the hallway. There's nobody here. It's just me and you. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, Mom, because I was making eye contact with this kid in the hallway. We looked Whoa. at each other for a good 30 seconds. Wow. And she's like, it's just me and you. It's just me and you. <sighs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was saying. I'm like, no, I don't think so. Not. There's a little. Now, the old lady used the term uh, residual haunting. So, is that basically where it's almost like the energy is just trapped in that point in time and it's on a this, loop. Yep. some kind of a loop? Is that what we're dealing with here? Exactly. She never changed course. She never said anything to anybody. She'd walk in there. She'd stand in the brother's room, my brother or sister's room, and then turn around, disappear after they go back into the bathroom. And that's basically how it started out. I was laying in, like, from what I saw, 
for nights on end, I was seeing like almost like a glow or a haze develop in the middle of the night. I'm like watching this light go across the hallway and come back and then go away. And I'm sleeping on my mom and dad's floor thinking that was weird, but I didn't see anything for a long time there. And then my brother, who is one year older than me, he asked my mom and dad that night or one of the nights he came in and he says, who is the old lady? Mom and dad are like, what old lady? And you're like, the old lady keeps coming in my room. And they're like, what are you talking about? And then after that, it's just kind of like everybody ended up seeing this woman. It's like, oh, okay. So there's an old lady that keeps walking into my brother's room. Yeah, that's, that's, I would be a little bit concerned. I would, I would, I guess, like I said, I guess you get over it or what happened. Pray it away. What, what about the yeah. little boy? Was that a, a different every time or one time encounter or? One time. I never just seen him once. again. Just hmm. Yeah. Just once. That would, that would see now that would make me a little bit more like you know what I mean? Again, like if you can see yeah. the the loop happening and go, okay, I, I can understand this a little bit. The like yeah. one time just kind of passing through, like, hey, sorry, you didn't really yeah. see me. I have a question. Is it's, there any members of the tribe that can tell you anything about the land that your father's property, which by the way, uh, you know, um, you mentioned your father had passed. So sorry for that. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Thank um, you. Uh, is there anything that anyone's ever told you about? Um, maybe someone from the, the reservation about that land potentially or of it just being um, kind of a portal or something? No, I never heard anything like that. I do know that some people claimed, and I'm pretty sure they were ill-informed on this one, that it was part of the Trail of Tears that the Native Americans were forced to march on okay. mm-hmm. onto the reservations. And whenever people died on the Trail of Tears, they were basically buried on spot. Yeah. But from my research, that's not where the Trail of Tears is at all. So okay, I kind of disregarded that information. Mm-hmm. And I, who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm misinformed. But as far as that goes, uh, we've had people, we've talked to a lot of people about it. And no, nobody really ever said anything about the area where we were that we were on as being strange. Yeah, mm-hmm. just a mystery, man. We've got yeah. a lot of activity in that spot. It's interesting. I, I could tell you two more stories about the land that did not happen in the house. Although one night my dad did say he woke up and there was a baby in a bassinet in his doorway crying and there was no baby. But that was like the only thing he ever told me is like, I woke up last night in the middle of the night to a baby crying. And I'm like, a baby crying? Like nobody has any kids yet, you know what I mean? Or not at the house anyways. And I looked over in the middle of the doorway, it was a bassinet and there's some baby and they're crying and I get up to go see it and it's gone. And I'm like, Jesus, what the hell did you see? Because I never heard a baby cry that wasn't there, but he did. So it was an interesting one. Yeah. (laughs) My brother and his girlfriend at the time, we had a trampoline out in the play yard area because it was a 10 acres we had. It was pretty big land. And they were jumping on the trampoline playing around and they saw a guy in a white shirt and blue jeans appear in the middle of the day, looked pissed off like he's ready to fight, fist balled up like he was just ready to go, and then he just disappeared. The crazy thing is, I remember seeing that guy as well at a different time in the Hmm. same area. I don't know what that was about, but the biggest, like, kind of creepiest one that's ever happened... Sorry, I'm going to reposition. Oh, I should grab the water. Um, 
<laughs> was this guy we had crushed cars. He was an old Marine. And every year we'd get, you know, a bunch of junk cars ready to go and crush them and sell them for weight. And I don't want to say his name because he just recently passed a couple years ago and just out of respect, I won't say his name, but sure. He'd come out there and he would crush cars and not just on his own. They had a whole crew, but he was, he was awesome. Like I had an old Camaro. He used to help me get parts for it all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was cool. straight up awesome. That's the best. Yeah. Yeah. I love that guy. And, uh, me and my brother, same brother. We're coming back from town one day, five miles, bunch of hills, and we're just like a mile out of town. And we see him drive by, and he's just waving his arm out the window, like, pull the over. Yeah. So we're like, okay. We pull over, and he comes up to the window, and he's just like, we're like, what's going on, man? And he he's a Native American guy, but he was pale white. Wow. And he's like, I'm never going out there, because it was like dark out. He's like, I'm never working at night out there by myself. I'll come back tomorrow. With the with my rest of my crew, but I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not working out there by myself. We're like, what happened? No. So he tells us his story. Yeah, I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. But if I didn't see how like flush his face was, like right. no blood in it, right? I I don't know if I believe it. Right. But just hearing his firsthand account and how shaken he was and how he, he was, wow. the dude was a marine. He told me some stories about being in war and some things that he's seen. Wow. That I hope I never see. Right. But. He was telling us, I'm in the payloader. I'm loading cars up for the crusher tomorrow. I'm like, okay. I look over, and my van lights are on in my van. So I'm like, okay, you left the lights on in your van. I get out the payloader. I go through the gate because we had a fence gate so people didn't steal shit from us. Right. And I turn the lights off. Go back to work. Five, maybe four or five minutes later, my lights are back on. Whoa. So I thought that was weird. I go turn my lights off. Back to work. Another four or five minutes later, my lights are on. And at this point, I'm thinking, you guys are fucking with me. Whoa. I knew that because we're teenagers at the time. He's right. Like, Those Moran boys are just being assholes. <laughs> so, <laughs> Damn Moran time, boys. <laughs> we, yeah, exactly. So oh, I God. go up to my van. Sorry, I just had Bob Moran, but Moran, and there was a song coming, but go. I'm Barbara sorry. Ann. Yeah. Bert no, Moran. Bert, 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 Bert. And I had an uncle named Bob. Oh, Bob Moran. God, that's great. So that's great. That's exactly how I know that song. That's great. But uh, <laughs> um, so he says, I go up, I turn my lights off, I take my keys, I lock all my doors. Yeah. Slam that door. I'm thinking, these guys ain't gonna be able to do it now. Mystery solved. Mis you know, solved. Can't do nothing. Yeah. Five minutes later, my lights are back on in my van. Oh God. And he says, at this point, I'm like, okay it's dark out i don't know what the hell is going on so i said i'm fucking i'm out he said i go up to my van i unlock the door i take that first step because it's one of those big vans not like a minivan yeah yeah he takes this I said, i'm jumping up into my van something grabs me by the back of my collar and just pulls me backwards dang i, yeah, I get thrown ow. to the ground and i turn around and he said there's nothing there i basically scrambled into my van and he says the next thing what? i know he's i'm talking to you guys right now and we're just like are you serious, dude? He's like, and he showed me his hand, his hand all just like, my whole was freaking out. Not, he was freaking out, dude. Wow. That's like some poltergeist like, oh type stuff. God. You know, mischievous. I don't know if Sounds dark. one of the cars he was crushing wasn't wanting to get crushed or what it was. Somebody was in that thing still, but. Somebody God, was in what's the his trunk. name from Christine? An old, uh, Arnie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. God, it's a freaky so, book. Yeah. 
the spirit of the car yeah. and like how it was passed oh, down dude. over the years yep. of oh, all the drivers and well we don't think about that often well, do think we? how many mob hits and uh. somebody ended up in a trunk of some big ass cadillac just anywhere the first time i ever you thought think about that it, guy's not in that cadillac still all right first time i thought about it was when we lived in german village with like a older house where it's like what was this house it used to be a saloon and it used to be this oh, and it so used much to be that but in there what it is today around. is not what it was you know a decade ago or yeah, you know right. but whatever's been imprinted that you know impression of energy or or emotion yeah it's something i don't know what it was but whatever it was is very very powerful that night mm -hmm. and he, he 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 didn't come back for like he did come back to work the next day but as soon as that sun started to get anywhere near dark and he was gone he was gone he was gone before wow. the rest so of he, them, he, he never gone. had anything happen during daylight hours ever nope no nope. okay not, not him not that he ever told me um like we had some bad wrecks come in i remember a few like this gonna get pretty gross but go ahead i remember this one car that we had brought in that was in a head-on collision there were teeth embedded in the steering wheel. Wow. And that's, that's messed up. Jeez. But we had another uh, Jeep come in one time. Me and my cousin, Travis, I'll throw his name out there. Who cares? He ain't <laughs> going to do nothing. <laughs> but it was weird because we went out there at night. We're looking over this Jeep because, honestly, whenever you get, like, a bunch of junk cars in, you're a kid. And you own these cars. So you can do whatever you want with them. You go through them, you'll find, like, a couple bucks under the seat. Right. Some change in the cup holder, you know? Right. Money adds up. Right. So we're going through it. And on the hood of this thing, just in like one corner, somebody had carved with like a knife or something really jagged. It said, help me. It's got my mom. Whoa. Like, what the hell does that mean? Well, what what are we even dealing with here? That's unnerving. Yeah. That's pretty much how we felt. We were like, yeah, we'll Jeez, do this um, in the morning. Yeah. Not right now. I'm <laughs> out. That's weird. Y'all are dealing that's with weird. that in the morning. Yeah, that's strange. That not this guy. Nope. I, yeah, I'm so, not operating yeah. the junkyard. I'm not doing it. And the thing, like, another thing I like to point out is this happened over my entire life. You know, these all these stories didn't happen like one week span. Sure. Right. And a lot of people think that, oh, well, it's haunted. <laughs> so if I go to this place, I'm going to see something. Right. Not necessarily. Not, not unless works. you're living there for 18 years like I did. Yeah. And then you'll see a handful of stories. But... It was some interesting crap that we saw down there. That's so amazing. Great stories, man. I mean, I, you, you want to grow up in a, a place where you can tell stories and have some kind of a memory of a cool childhood. But for me, those aren't those necessarily are the experiences that, you know, you're... But now here you are able to share those with us and blow our minds but when yeah. you're a kid at the time, necessarily, it's, it's it's probably pretty freaky, especially when Marines are ready to hightail it out of there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whenever uh, me and Cassie got together, and I told her these stories before she ever met my family and stuff. She's like, you're so full of crap, dude. Yeah. And I'm like. Didn't believe you. Yeah, I get, I get why you believe that. Yeah. I understand that. I was like, but you can ask any of my family members and they'll tell you the same story. And she's like. Right. Sure. And sure enough, you know, I was like, like literally like the first day she met my mom and my dad and my brothers. And I'm just like, tell her the stories of the crap that's happened here. And they're like, which ones? And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> get out All the photo album. <laughs> yeah. Get out the I didn't photo even get album. Into the, this, is the, this is the ghost that goes in the bathroom. And 
You know what I mean? One of uh, my other brother, he's a, a very avid hunter. And this story is kind of different because it's not, I don't know if you say it's paranormal or what it is, but he goes out deer hunting one morning as he does like all the time. Like that's literally one of his jobs that he has now as a, a, a hunting guide. And he'll get flown down to Texas every year. And then oh, they cool. flow him up to Canada to go bear hunting. Wow. They'll give him their weapons. So, like they'll fly down with no weapons, buy a brand new gun here, use it for the hunt and then give it back to him. You can wow. have that. I've only paid like three grand for it Whoa. because I don't want to have to deal with putting it on an airplane. Yep. Right. So all that, you can just keep the gun. It's yours. That's and then crazy. they'll come back next year, do the same thing. But oh. anyways, back to the story. He goes out hunting one morning looking for a deer. He had a tag to fill, and he comes across a coyote, a yote. So he's like, you know what? Target practice, or ain't nothing legal about shooting a coyote. So blows this thing's head off. Brain was literally hanging out of the skull. Wow. He's like, perfect shot. Throws it in the back of his truck. Drives around the rest of the day. No deer. Not a one. And it was hot. It was like summer or whatever, you know, get towards summertime, deer hunting season. Into summer sweaty nastiness and he comes home and my mom and dad are like get a deer we're all like all of us are, i'm like probably like 10 or 12 at this time he's like no i didn't get a deer but i got a coyote you guys want to come check that out we're like yeah sure he's like, we're walking up to his truck and this thing stood up brain hanging out jumped out of the truck ran off over a hill what and we never saw this thing we never saw this thing again what whoa bro what? yeah what it's been sitting it had flies flying around this thing dude it was dead it was and dead. all you guys saw this yeah what? we were coming out to what? the truck to see the damn thing stood up jumped over and ran away and we're all like nerves could it have been nerves no I've no, never. Heard, I wow. don't think so. No, I don't think so. That's so That's wild, man. You took, I wasn't strange. expecting that. Not at end all of the story to be that. Talk about a twist. I thought you were going to say like some, you know, cryptid came up and snatched the coyote, or I don't know what was. I don't know. There are a number of ways it could have went. That one, that not one was <laughs> not my uh, wow predictable purview i was I uh i told that it. one to steve and kyle while we were at the van meter visitor festival oh, oh cool. and uh, yeah because i got to meet them down there they were oh great. cool yeah i'm so was, happy i'm glad you got to meet those guys yeah oh they yeah that, that's so cool, they were they were cool. i i was excited to see them um but so i tell kyle and steve that and steve and kyle they go that weren't no yote <laughs> I, like, I don't know what it was man I couldn't tell you what it was. Like. It didn't sound like a yote. Oh, my God. Is it that or is it did it if it's on the property where there's all this weird energy and, you know, I, that's what I'm saying. Tell, like, like, he knew he knows what he shot. Right. Like he, yeah. he he's a good hunter. He goes out there often like he knows what he shot. Yep. He knows the condition of that animal and he puts it in the bed. So I think it's he told me one time that it rose. Yeah, go ahead. Zombie Odie. Yeah, something in the property was like, oh, yeah. like the movie Fallen. You know, it's got yeah. how many cubits to get in the next host, and yeah. maybe there was enough blood in that thing that it was like it took its moment and ran away, inhabited right. that that vessel to get away, and that's wild. Yeah, sorry. To, no, just to bring in any like uh, buddy who is like, well, maybe he didn't see what he saw. You know, 
not like not that I didn't see it, but maybe Henry misidentified what it was or where he shot it. Right. Henry's a very oh, that's go say his name. So he's my brother Henry. He's a very good hunter. At this Come point, on, it doesn't matter. He's been he's been on like the hunting channel stuff or whatever. Oh, cool, people, cool. Uh, he'll take take people out hunting and stuff. That's awesome. And film they'll film him. So when I was in high school one day, he comes up to me, he's like, sun's going down. He grabs a spotlight and he says, You want to see something cool? And I was like, sure. All right. You got to do exactly what I tell you. So I'm like, perfect. And he's like, we're jumping over this fence. We're going to go for a while. So we walked maybe a mile up this hill over these hills. And he's like, we're going to crawl on our bellies from here on out. So stay very quiet. So, okay. So we army crawl quite a ways over this hill. And I'm like, and he's like, don't say anything. He's whispering. Don't say anything. And I'm like, Jesus. He says, right now we're in the center of a herd of deer. I said, are you serious? He's like, yeah. And he's like, I was like, no fucking way. And he brings the spotlight up and he shines it just like that real quick. And sure enough, there's a buck laying there. There's a couple deer over here. I'm just like, we're in the center of this thing. That's how good he is. Wow. It's amazing. And he's able to bring you through there too. Yeah. As a guide, you know, professional guide. That's That's incredible. Wow. He's talented, man. That's what I'm saying. He he's, knows what he shoots. He knows what oh, he's he looking knows at what's in his up. scope. Like, he sees a coyote hop up, brains hanging out on the back of the pickup. What do you do with that? Got to disturb you a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's... Bro, that's a zombie-ote. Am I wrong? Zyote. 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 I like that. It should be like zombie-beavers. Yeah. That's the Burton's... That could be your personal cryptid. Dude, Burton's Zyotes. Burton's got to get Burton's Zyote t-shirts. That would be sweet. Yeah. Oh, that's a good Make idea. These, like <laughs> two-faced looking like, you know, half rotted <laughs> off, Terminator melted. Oh boy, you could go anywhere with that. Uh, Put the one eye with like the spirit of whatever <laughs> made it rise. Oh man. That's oh, that's great. awesome. I'm telling you. So, At first, I thought you were going to say it was a dude, like it was a skinwalker, and I was going to be like, we got to stop. Yeah, I mean, that's I what kind of yeah. came to mind to that me, was me. skinwalker territory. That would have broke me. Some dude laying in the back of the truck. Yeah, oh, that would have right. terrifying. It was I just watched <laughs> Silver Bullet and Gary Busey look oh, a little yeah. bit in shock when he sees that the Reverend was the werewolf. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, what's his name in that? Corey Haim, right? Uh, yeah. Corey Haim. Corey Haim. Corey Haim. Corey Haim. Man, he was young, Corey Haim. Love that movie. Sweet. Was it? Oh, wheelchair motorcycle thing? Yeah. Yes. Busey Builds yeah, Core. That was awesome. Yes. Oh, my God. Good movie. I love I horror watch, movies. I need to watch that. It's a good one to watch I on Saturday it. afternoon when you're a kid instead of late at night. Yeah, I was never. Uh, I could handle those in the daytime. Worried about nighttime, if it went dark. Movies. I was watching Chucky in, like, first grade and didn't understand why nobody else was watching those, like, horror movies. Oh, yeah. Straight up. Right. Like. We've been through. Poltergeist. Yeah. I saw Poltergeist. I was young, dude. Young. Yeah. Ultrageist is intense. I remember watching the a first lot of movies one? with some kids in our class that watched a lot of scary movies like House. Yeah. Critters. Oh, dude. Oh, Critters it. for sure, dude. Critters 2. Yeah, House, you know the House Undertaker. The Undertaker's in Critters. The rest oh, of really? Yeah. That's a, the, the Undertaker is bad. one of the bad guys in Critters. That's funny. Uh, Was it Critters what? 2 was Leonardo DiCaprio's first movie? Right. That's yeah. so, Yes. Johnny Depp yeah. was in Friday the 13th. Yeah. Or yeah. no, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare Sorry. on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. the first one. Not Friday. That's um, Freddy. Yeah. Why they hired Skeet Ulrich to play Billy Loomis in Scream was because they thought he looked like he Johnny did. Depp. He did, too. They're like, 
that's why we wanted that guy because he he resembled Johnny Depp. He's and the, good, the new screams actor, coming out. There's a there's yeah. a new scream, Scream yeah. Five or whatever. Yeah, uh, seen yeah. it. You did? It's already out. Oh yeah. Okay. It's a uh, Scream Six in theaters. Yeah. Scream Six. Yeah, it's pretty good. So we, Not as good as the first one. We didn't go into the story. Oh, oh, yeah. What did, did we miss? Something? We heard it from Jeremiah. Yeah. Oh, but I want to hear the owl story. I would love to. If that's okay, can we do that? Yeah. Yeah, we could do the owl story. Sorry. I hate um, to be like, I want to hear this, but I, I don't want to forget. Because no. we'll, like I said, I will go on so many tangents, Bert. And you'll be like, what are we talking about? I hear you. I'm the same way. <laughs> no, the owl story, there's there's some backstory to that one. I didn't even get into with Jeremiah too much. But mom and dad were telling me the story. And I've told my kids this story. And the kids, they think that I'm telling them a story, this story to behave. Mm-hmm. But... When my parents told me that you got to keep in mind that I was a teenager at the time, so it didn't really matter. Right. I was going to do whatever I wanted. Right. But there's a story about this Native American woman. Wasn't even that long ago of a story that she lived in this mobile home trailer house thing and on the reservation. She's has this kid. The kid's misbehaving. And she's telling this kid, you better be good or I'm going to put you outside for the giant owl to take you. And the kids, you know, like, doesn't give a shit. So it keeps being an ass. And then finally the mom's, you know, I'm, I've had enough. So the mom decides I'm going to clo- put the kid outside the front porch, close the door, terrify the kid, open the door, good kid. You know what I mean? So in the story, the lady does that. And supposedly mom and mom and dad say that they've heard this story, like a, a true thing. I don't know. I can't ask them. They're gone. But. Close the door, opens the door, kid's gone. Kid is just nowhere. There's no sign of a bird to took him or anything like that. But that was the story that I'm gonna let this owl take you. Close the door, kid was gone. So, and mom and dad are telling me this story, and I'm like, okay, but part of the story is that if this is the first time you've heard this story, then the owl will show itself to you. So again. I had to say on Jeremiah saying, if this is the first time you guys heard the story, keep an eye out. Maybe you'll see this thing. And at the time, me and Cassie, we were going to Gregory, South Dakota. We were visit we visited my parents down there because they were visiting my aunt. So we talked to them for a few hours because they were closer than where we were. Because I already lived here in this town. They lived like two and a half hours from here. It was like an hour and a half drive there. So I was like, save an hour, go visit parents. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking to them on our way back. Me and Cassie are talking about the kind of stories we're talking about now. And I said, you know, mom and dad told me the story one time about this giant owl. And I tell her the same story I just told you mm-hmm. about this owl that took a kid. And how if this is the first time you've heard about it, it's going to come and show itself to you. And we're on the back roads between Gregory and Mitchell, South Dakota. And it's not the interstate. It's just like highways and back roads. So... I tell her this story, and she does the same thing she does with all of my stories. You know, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) I'm like, hey, it's not my story. I'm just telling you what happened in this story. So you can take the story for whatever it's worth. Mm -hmm. I don't care. And then we come up to this, uh, like five miles down the road, we come up to this four-way stop. And I actually have a picture of it because I went by there for work not that long ago, and I was like, I better take a picture of this area. Just so I have it on documentation. 
And the four-way stop, we have to take right, head east. We're heading north, so we had to head east. And on the side of the road, there's this owl. And it's not small at all. This thing, we were in a, a really crappy 2001 Oldsmobile Alero. And this thing stood about a foot taller than that car. Hmm. And we're like, are you seeing this fucking owl? That's amazing. And she's like, she's sitting shotgun. So she's closer to it than I am. And I don't want to just drive by and go. I'm slowly growing by this thing. And like, I'm like watching, just going by slower than hell. And she's like, are you serious? Looking at this thing? Like she kind of leaning back in her chair already. Cause it's like right next to her window. And I'm like, oh my God, that's the biggest freaking owl I've ever seen. And the entire time the owl's head is just watching us. Whoa. <laughs> so I'm like, man. On that swivel. I wonder what happens again. if I honk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I want to know what happens they're if I honk. dead eyes, dude. Fly owls away. look dead inside. Like you look in there. I mean, they're they beautiful, but bro, they're murderers. They're raptors. They kill everything. Well, yeah. And of Eat course, it was everything. doing that creepy owl thing where it was looking like the body was facing this direction, but the entire time its head's right. like doing this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like their heads turned like all the way back around. So this thing was like basically waiting for me, it seemed like. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to honk the horn. I'm going to honk the horn and see if this thing flies off or what it does. And it's like right next to her car. It is taller than my car. And I'm just like looking at this thing. So I honk the horn and just almost like that noise you hear that this wings fly out uh-huh. and it just yeah, stops yeah. and it looked at me like i'm here wow what now and like she jumped in my she was like on the center council at this point she's like holy crap and i'm just like what <laughs> and like, the, entire, the owl never flew off it just stood there on that spot and just stared us down and we're like you know what and then we get down the road maybe a mile we're both like holy crap Right. What was that? And she says, what are the odds of that happening after you tell me that story? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And then I'm telling you, I think it had to been at least five, almost six foot right around. That's a big bird. It's, I've looked into it. Owls bird. don't get that big. Right. The yeah. closest thing that I have seen is the harpy eagle, and they're not quite close enough, guys. Yeah. These things are huge. This thing was huge. Right. It's bigger than a harpy eagle, you're saying. Yeah. Dude, yeah. That's, that's a big owl. Now, did it look kind of like a, a horned owl? I mean, what do we... Nope. Smooth. Kind of smooth. more... Okay. Like Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. What color you, you was You would it? think so. It was kind of a lighter color. Okay. It wasn't like... You know, a lot of the times you think brown. Mm-hmm. It's almost like grayish. Kind of. Like, I don't know. It's... It wasn't super dark is all I could tell you. It was almost lighter skin. Well, like I say skin, mm. but lighter feathered. Yeah. Right. And well, owls are creepy too, just because they're silent. Yeah. Right? Like when they fly, yeah. they are silent. I mean, remember that time outside of my house? Never seen an owl. No. Never heard an owl at my you won't own hear house. Them. You won't hear them. We were outside. And we're like, oh, you know, maybe we'll do this thing. Maybe we won't. And it's like, oh, maybe there's a sign out there. Right this when we say owl, that. Right when we say that, this owl flies like the blackness of it was so dark. You could just see it right across the sky. And, and it we're just like, went, okay, whoosh, well. and it was big, dude. Yeah. And it just looked and it was silent. You could see this thing float right through. <laughs> you were like, and I'm I like have never seen that. There's either. no way that just yeah. happened. This, it did. And well, our friend uh yeah. Roa, who's yeah. our 
uh, artist friend of ours that designed uh, and painted the studio and our logo and uh, yeah. tattoo oh, artist. Man, you guys, your studio is top top tier. Oh, thank I'm not gonna you. Lie, thank you. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, without you know Roa's help and um, you know it's yeah it's yeah, been a team team park. game. Um, but uh, he has a really interesting connection with owls and birds, birds in, general. in general. Yeah. So the fact that, you know, he was there that night and then I have other owl stories connected with him where he was there. And just like that was my first tattoo was an owl. Mm hmm. You know, it, there's something but about him. Like thing came across. I'm like, I've cool. never seen an owl at that house. Now, as a kid, we had an owl yeah. right outside the locust tree for a whole summer. One whole summer, that thing was out there, you know, hooting, and mm -hmm. it, I used to go to bed to it, and then never again. Yeah. Never had an owl. I wonder if there are many back home. And, I mean, I've heard there the stories, are, though, before yeah, of, our like, buddies would. seeing the owls. I've never heard of the giant owl, but I've heard of, like, different but YouTube they show clips up at that I've weird seen times. of speeches. Uh, there's a, there's a presenter that talks about the owls and how they're kind of like a foreshadowing of whatever event yeah but this is a different I mean, story obviously indigenous cultures all over the world right are complete the owl is always there well it's always again, a symbol of wisdom they wisdom manifest out of nowhere the occult, a lot of times the hidden knowledge they operate in the shadows yep and you know I they're very was, uh, esoteric i was on the appalachian intelligence podcast yeah we were talking about this yeah good guys and yeah, they're great. I love those guys. Um, shout out to those guys. Yeah, shout out to those guys. And great dudes. they hit me with some information that I thought was pretty interesting that I never even thought about. Because I didn't know this information at the time. But I, like one thing I should have thought about, we was at a crossroads, which in a lot of like lore, a crossroad is where you go to make a deal with a demon, stuff like that. Right, right. Robert Johnson. And then they informed me about this demon named Lilith. Lilith is the taker of children. Mm -hmm. This owl takes children, supposedly. And then Lilith also transforms into an owl or something like that at times. Okay. So I'm like, that's interesting, you know? Mm -hmm. But then they hit me with this, like, there's this book. It was a really good book because I ended up reading it after they told me about it. It's called The uh, Lost Gods by Brahm. Mm. And the funny thing about, like, just like the interesting thing is it's a really good book. These guys told me to check it out, so I did. But the main character guy, he has to fight. He, he basically has to go to hell and fight this demon lady. He's got to find some stuff to fight this demon lady who is actually, like, part of his family. And he comes back and all this stuff. And she's Lilith. She is Lilith. And the main character's name is Chet Moran. What? Not Burton Moran. Yeah, and I'm like, they're, they're telling me this information. I'm like, what? What? That's amazing. So that's why I read the book. I'm like, I got to read this book. That's super strange. About. It was interesting. It was a really good book, though. I'll tell you that. It's awesome. And it was more of like a, a this guy just kind of came up with a story. I don't know. Maybe he did some real research or something like that. But yeah, the, the main character was Chet Moran, who had to fight Lilith, who is the taker of children. Who's the and, owl? Yeah. That's crazy. Who, yeah, uses owls. I mean, owls. you gotta wonder, like, is the giant owl some kind of spiritual thing? It like could be. like Mothman or you right. know, like getting into the Keelian world of the portal opening up and the, the window of time where these things come in and out of existence and right. maybe it's some kind of like higher dimensional thing. 
I've heard stories of Thunderbirds. Yeah, right. Texas. They People still have sightings to this day. Right. And uh, I've actually heard another story very similar to mine uh, about a giant owl. This other guy encountered. He was in his car, and this thing landed on the hood of his car. Okay. And it stared him down. And I think was it you guys? No, either you or Jeremiah on in our comments, Instagram. in our YouTube comments or Instagram yeah. comments, there was a uh, a gal that posted a giant owl um, photo. Oh, in, oh wow. in our comments, and and had a link to it, I believe. And then wow. you were saying that your owl was a that. bit big, quite a bit bigger even than her, and it was huge. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. The one I in saw her that. picture yeah. was amazing. It was yeah. huge. But Burton was like, that, the owl that yeah, I saw was good size. even bigger bigger uh, than that. But That's, that was like, they had it, they, they uh, had its wings all spread out and they captured it. Well, yeah, any owl with this, well, not any owl, but, but the bigger huge. owls with their wings out, they're big birds. We're not saying they're small. They're still big birds, but I think what you're I, saying, Bert, I would is like, say, it's like an owl on steroids. Like, yeah, I'll dig that up. We might Arnold, have to show that. Arnold huge. next to Danny DeVito and, and shout her out because yeah. we have that, uh, she shared that image. Yeah, we'll have to put that in the sky. I would say that the wingspan open on that owl was as long as our Alara was. So hold on a second. How long was, or huh. how long 10, is the... 2001 Olds Alero. Let's find out here. I'm going to say 10, yep. 11 feet. 15 foot. That's a big bird. 15 foot. The wingspan. wingspan. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. That's a it's, big bird. 15 feet. That's a big owl. Yeah. You know, like yeah. seven, eight feet for an owl, like a bigger normal sized owl. I yeah. can see that happening. But 15 foot. Yeah. That's, that's like, that's a six foot, five foot tall bird. And like Cassie, before she saw this thing, she told me, she's like, you know, I never really thought Bigfoot could exist. Oh, yeah. And I never thought all these other things could possibly even be a thing until I saw that owl. She says, because you told me that story and what are the odds that we see this thing? And right. it looked at us like like it wanted us to see it. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But ever since then, she says, it, Bigfoot could be real. I'm like, yeah, could be. <clears throat> I was not a big Bigfoot believer for a long time, and I've had a pretty good come up on seeing evidence. I've always believed. I've always Enough wanted stories. it to be real so bad. Enough accounts that I'm going, yeah, I, I think I'm pretty much 99% there. I mean, like I said, the video we saw the other week with DA and Not only that, us, but all the other cryptids too. That too. Yeah, the dog man. I think the lid's about to be blown off on all the cryptids. Kind of like yeah, with the UAP with stuff the, going on. They're yeah. like, you know what? We've well, run Barnum and Bailey's cover for them long enough. You know, the Smithsonian's <laughs> warehouse is full of stuff. We just can't put any more on layaway. We can't hide our secrets anymore, yeah. guys. Storage no. Wars is going to open up one of these Smithsonian real. lockers. The next thing you know, the <laughs> oh, I'm going. Barry's going to have the Ark of the Covenant or, uh, you know. I'm oh, going man. to that. Darryl's they open up the archives. I'm, I'm just saying on Storage Wars, the show, yeah, the Smithsonian's <laughs> got so many places rented that they're going to start having lockers that they don't pay their fees on. And some Wouldn't rando so, yeah. some rando on a rascal is going to open up one of those. And Hey, as long as I know about it, I'm there. <laughs> we need to make a lot oh, of money. <laughs> That'd be one hell of an episode. I'm telling you. Yeah. Right. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> you found what in there? Yeah, no doubt. Because it is. They have to be full to the brim, right? Like, yeah. So I think there's like just a cap at a certain point. And we're going to have to, you know, let the cat out of the bag. We we have all the, the information with all the different um, 
states that are kind of coming out with soft disclosures. Ohio. Bigfoot's real. Ohio's and, one of them. you know, here's what you do if you see a Bigfoot. And kind of here's... Department of Natural Resources, dude. John a little bit of that slow roll going on. Yep. You know? Well, on the whole missing 411 thing, you have little kids that go missing, and they're saying, like, a bear took care of me. It that stood up like nuts. a human. Yeah. That's wild. And it's like, what are you talking about, kid? A bear took it's care wild. of you? But here's the craziest part nuts. about that. Now you got to look at that story, and it's like, was kids old enough to realize, you know, what an entity is, an animal, or a, a person? Yeah. yeah. So if you're saying a bear. They don't have the. Um, that sounds like Sasquatch to me. The amount of yeah. information right. in but their mind. But I would mind. call that a bear if I was a kid. Right. They, right. they don't have any reference of right. what. Yeah. So a bear is the closest thing a kid could possibly, especially a young kid. I mean, you know. How strange would that be? Because it happened. Like, that story's real. It's from, yeah. what, North Carolina or South Carolina? Am I wrong in saying so, that? Well, yeah. It's like four or five no, years ago? No, I think ago? you're dead on. Okay, yep. like four or five years ago, right? Like, in that time frame. Yeah. And the kid was it's been maybe... documented. They sent... Uh, I want to say it's five or six. Yeah. They sent, they sent out, know. like, um, the whole park rangers and all that stuff. They went looking for him and... Couldn't find he him. He was gone for, like, a, two days or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I know it was longer than, you know, just a couple of hours. It was at least a day well, or two, I, if not three. The bizarre thing was whenever they found him, the kid, like, usually you go find, if you do find a kid that goes missing in that time frame, right. that kid looks rough. Right. Mm -hmm. This kid looked like he just got lost like an hour ago. He's like, hey, mm -hmm. what's up, guys? It's me, Jeremy, or yep. whatever the hell his name was. Yep. And they're like, "Where? what's going on? He's like, I would, took care of me. I would be interested to see if that kid didn't have some kind of, you know, follow-up home visits where, you know, governmental or men in black type or... Or as they come in there and tell me, right? Or as he grows up, <laughs> you know, if he can kind of illuminate that story more and have the uh, ability to kind of contextualize it better than, you know, a six year old reference. But the imprint of that memory would be very strong. So, you know, being able to look at it later on through the lens of an adult and kind of relive that moment to a certain point because yeah. mm -hmm. that's just too strange. You, you're not going to forget about that. I'm sorry, but no. I have memories that are way less no. impactful than a, uh, 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 you know, a couple overnight stay with a possible Bigfoot or a bear man. Right. And uh, I still haven't forgotten them. And they revolve around the Ninja Turtles a lot. So let's just say they run. Clearly. Deep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but No, it's like it, definitely an interesting case on that one. Right. That's crazy. So, Burton, what are you into right now? I know you're always looking into stuff, reading. What's something that is on your radar that you're just like, man, there's this one thing that's been driving me nuts. Right. I got to investigate it. Got I got to look into it. Yeah. Because I go in my there. spurts where I'm like zoned in on oh, yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, no, I. there's a lot. But right now, like I said, I was focusing on the Argo Hotel in Crofton, Nebraska, I believe it is, name of town. And it's a hotel that a long time ago, I can't remember the exact year it was built, but they ended up converting it into a tuberculosis hospital for, you know, obviously TB patients and a lot of people died in the thing. And then I can't remember if it, I feel like it might've been an asylum for a little bit, but not sure. Cause it's like, it's a good sized building for the small town it's in, but it's nothing huge. And then it got to a point where like everybody's kind of abandoned it. And then, I remember not very long ago, I'm guessing like 10, 15 years ago, some lady and her husband decided that let's renovate this thing, bring it back to its former glory. And that's what they did is they brought the Argo back and they built it pretty much identical to how it used to be. 
if you see old pictures of it then and see a picture of it now, it looks pretty awesome. But in the renovations, they found bones in the walls of the basement. Hmm. And ever since, like during that whole time that they've been renovating it and they've had some spooky crap happening there. And like I said, hmm. it's only like two hours from here. I've driven I have driven by there on my way back from Texas. I was literally 15 minutes from there and I said, I'm not gonna pass up the opportunity just to even see this place. Right. right. And yeah, it's a beautiful hotel. And I know that at times I think they offer overnight stays if you like want to do an investigation. Hmm. And I do. Like that that's would be cool. I'm there. It's been on it's been on Ghost Hunters recently, like in the last year. Hmm. They were up there because I remember them. I follow them on Facebook. And if you haven't, you know, should check them out. But they put a whole thing out there that, oh, the ghost hunters are coming today. And I'm like, oh, like somebody I know. They're like, yeah, you know, because they're on TV. Oh, okay. Those guys, which the actual, the ghost hunters. Right, right. The, the show, ghost the ghost hunters. hunters so, yeah. Right. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So I saw like part of the episode, but I don't think I saw the whole thing. But that's basically one of the ones I'm really looking into going to because it is fairly close and right inexpensive as far as a lot of these places you go to. Like, uh, I'd love to go to the Velisca Axe Murder House. I was only like an hour and a half whenever we were in Van Meter, Iowa. It's only like an hour and a half from there. And I'm sure you guys heard that one. I'm not familiar. No, with no. One. Oh my god! This they they have they a, made a whole movie. I. I think you can watch the movie on Netflix. Okay. But, and the movie's very Hollywood. Yeah, of course. So it has nothing to do with, it has very little to do with the actual story that happened there. I believe it was 1903, the Moore family was coming back from church. And it was the husband, the wife, I think two sons, two daughters. And then they had two other house guests staying the night there. And they got permission from their parents, spent the night in their house. The next morning, the elderly woman who lived next door realized, you know, it's like 10 o'clock and these guys are not up doing chores like they do every morning. What's going on? So she calls up the Mr. Moore's brother and he comes to take a look. And first thing he notices when he walks in the house is there's two people have been murdered in the first floor of this house. So he goes, he's like, oh my God, I'm not going any further. He goes and gets the cops. Cops come in, and they found that everybody was in that house that night. Somebody had took an axe to every one of them in their beds. Jeez. And I'm like, axe, terrible, right? They used the blunt end of the axe to bash everybody's brains in. Jeez. Good like, grief. Yeah, it's very messed up. And at one point, like where the Mr. Moore and his wife slept, there is a spot in the ceiling behind them where the upswing of the axe got stuck in the ceiling and they Whoa. had to pull it out and then hit him again. Whoa. Like, this was a brutal murder. Yeah. This person, I believe he covered every mirror with a cloth and then he ate breakfast there. What? Like that night, like he had took like a pound of bacon. It was still like a whole thing. They had pictures of it in the crime scene photos. And in it's the time that we're going to have a little bacon, hang out, you right, know, right. just chill. You don't let that go to waste, though. Okay. Yeah. Bacon, bacon, <laughs> bacon. Everybody loves bacon. Mm -hmm. So in the time that the cops and everything went to go get the cops and all this other stuff, like people from the town were just like, oh, I want to see. And they yeah. just walk into this building. Like 
There wow. was over like 30 people that were just walking around his house like, oh, wow, look, they were really beat to death. Yeah. Obviously, the 1903, wow. so they don't right. near the forensic. Let's say we put it on Twitter nowadays. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. But one person I do believe, and obviously, I think everybody thinks this who really looks into this is there was this uh, what a traveling preacher guy that was there. At the time, he went to the church that night, and this traveling preacher had to leave early in the morning. Like, he was on a train out of town, right? And before the bodies were discovered, he was bragging, telling people on the train, like, eight people lost their lives there last night. It was brutal. And they're to take off on this train, and everybody's like, are you serious? And that was before the bodies were discovered. This guy was bragging about, oh, man, these poor hmm. family got right. murdered there. Hmm. And I'm pretty sure that, like, from what we've heard, that he was the murderer, but right due to loopholes and all kinds of stuff, nobody's ever been actually caught oh, or wow. charged with a crime. That. Wow. Right. Think about all those since, that go unsolved yeah. and I mean, all the murders and then, serial killers, even today. Bro. Even well, today. today, I think it's a lot harder to get away with, don't you, with the forensics and DNA? I don't know. One you of don't our, hear as many serial killers One of our killers friends' now. wives was like, you, would, you don't want to hear about all the ones that go unsolved. Oh, you only yeah. hear about the ones that get well, solved. That's true. How many? You know, yeah. how, many time, how many Netflix shows come out like well, this? Murder is well, fifty BTK, years old. And... BTK got caught when we were in, in our twenties. Right, but I'm just saying there are ones out there that well, probably show more restraint. The myth of the and... the uh, truck driver serial killer. I don't that know. Is, if that's has a myth. been killing for thirty years straight. And sorry, it's just a guy that Mike, just no, 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 completely, no, Mike, he's going in on the truck drivers. Well, no, just because it's the perfect <laughs> way yeah. to get away with it. Uh, you're absolutely. always moving through different areas. Absolutely. You're picking up jobs. You're hunt. You're hunting. You're mobile while you're on the road. Right. You know, you don't. You, one of our great yeah, friends, Paul truck driver. You it's, know, yeah. he's, how much weird stuff he's seen on the road is yeah. truck driver. Oh, yeah. I've I've listened to some truck driver stories, things that they see, yeah. things yeah. that they encounter. It's like a whole other lifestyle it, for a trucker. It, it's a sub. Yeah, that, that's a different. Uh, really crazy. It's a different It's like, a subset reality. of society that <laughs> is just like, you'll never, the, the truck stop life, like just the truck stop world. Yeah. If you've ever CD done it, radios, the it. communication. Yeah. And the Hollis guy in their chat, there's a, a guy who goes by paranormal trucker is his handle. Yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah, he I want to shout out to him because I see him in there yeah. every time. But yeah, yeah, he's always on the road seeing, you know, I don't know what he sees, but you see something. Well, well if you're crazy. out there enough, you're gonna see something. Right. Yeah. That's the whole thing about it too, is you know, you gotta get out there and explore enough and you know, you're especially not, if you're driving through Daniel Boone National Forest geez, at two o'clock in the morning and God knows what can pop out. Been there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Crazy stuff happens at yeah. night, you know. You get tired driving sometimes. You end up maybe stopping a place you wouldn't normally to yeah. rest for the night. You know, you you get into some weird positions where you know in in the morning you wake up and go, "What was I thinking?" So I've right. done it. There's anything paranormal attached to the house or this, oh, this the murder? I I, don't, I have a feeling you weren't done with the yeah that the trial priest just yet. Now, obviously, this isn't my story, but I have heard like. I watched the movie on Netflix. It's yeah. funny. It's, you know, whatever. But at the beginning of it, they told us thing that uh, in light of recent developments at the Liska Axe Murder House, we would like to let you guys know that this movie was made before that happened. So whatever happened there recently, we did not know about. So 
the ghost hunter, I believe it was 2000, I want to say 14, 13. I might be wrong on that. I'll probably have to look into it, but it's a true story. This guy and it hit like uh, a group of three. One of the rumors is in the attic of the house, it's a very small house. That's where the guy was hiding who came out and brutally murdered these people. And ever since then, it's been a paranormal hotspot. People have been visiting there. It's a very, what am I thinking? Sought after destination mm-hmm. for paranormal ghost hunters. This guy was up in the attic area and the other two were downstairs. And for some reason that was never really confirmed on why this guy did it. He doesn't like, from my understanding, he doesn't know why he did what he did, but he took out his own knife and plunged it into his own chest. Oh boy. While ghost hunting. He didn't want to die. He, he's not mm. suicidal, this guy, but like they rescued him, they saved him. He lived. He's still wow. alive. Wow. Like, so from my understanding, he claims that I don't remember this. I hmm. don't know what's going on. But all the other guys know that they were downstairs doing like their spear box session stuff and they could hear him scream upstairs. So they run upstairs and there's a knife sticking out of his chest and he's just like, you know, so they get an ambulance. Sweet the guy lives. Jesus. That's why I don't yeah. hunt. Yeah. I, 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 oh, dude, I'm, you got to go. Oh, boy. In the right situation. I would definitely with yeah it, protection. Yeah, there would be you know there would be things for me that I would have to like partake have in, in place. Yeah, yeah. Before you know heading into I mean spiritual warfare. I'm not I don't play around with with that. Um, you know I don't need to wake up with we did a craziness paranormal my investigation house. with a, a psychic at our friends mom's old oh. mansion. In oh Piqua. yeah, Frank Lloyd Wright and, style. And, and, I, and it was just. It was a lot of th- strange things happened. Uh, yeah. There were some interesting the things came through with the, the, the ghost box, the voice box. Um, the gentleman that came was uh, had abilities, was a medium, yeah. um, claimed. But he was picking up some interesting stuff. She's had experiences in that uh, house wow. for forever. Oh, yeah. Her dogs um, are very in tune and different things moving Dude, around in the but house but that's been my only time and there's enough stuff that happened that uh it was you know it was odd but yeah again you look into the dark don't get burnt by it yeah you look into the dark it might just look back <laughs> or yeah, you follow you away long enough yep. yeah it's crazy but i mean if we got some some of your tribal folks that came out and did a blessing or you know yeah th- then i i, I burn sage Mm-hmm. What I do for sure because sage it works it just does it does I don't know what's yeah like um I told I talked to Hollis guy we did a whole episode about a demon encounter I had when I was in high school I just turned eighteen moved out of my parents' house and uh I moved to Rapid City and like this story has a little bit of a backstory because my parents used to foster kids mm-hmm. and we had a group of they were all brothers and sisters, but there was one kid that was like my age and me and him, I'm not going to say his name. We became really good friends at the time that he was staying with us. And I was probably like 11, 12, you know, right around that age. And they stayed with us for a few years and it was really cool to have somebody like that who wasn't just like your actual brother, mm-hmm. but you know, somebody he just got along with really well. Cause if you have brothers, you know, that you guys are going to fight. Like oh yeah all the time so 
anyways, time goes on. They end up state end up taking it back to their actual family. They got cleaned or whatever. And I move out of my parents' house at 18 because me and them were button heads about all kinds of stupid crap. And I move up to Rapid City and I stay with another cousin who's not Native American. And he's just, you know, on my mom's side. So I'm up there, we're hanging out and we're at his aunt's house. So I'm going to school in a town called Newell, South Dakota, which is like 45 minutes from Rapid, but Rapid's like the second biggest city that we have here. So it's pretty great. But I'm at his aunt's house. I'm doing laundry that, you know, it's been like a week since I did laundry. So I'm down in the basement and my mom calls me. She says, hey, tell me the name. I'm like, yeah, he committed suicide. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Wow. No, they found him in his closet. He had wrapped a, a bed sheet around his neck and just dropped oh, his knees. Jeez. He wanted to go. Dang. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, you know, and teenagers as it is are already hot blooded. And I was pissed. I was hurt. And I was mad. So, like, I remember hanging up the phone with mom. My blood is boiling. I was in this basement of my cousin's aunt's house. No relation to me, this woman. She was on his other family side, whatever. Really nice lady. And I grabbed the the basket with all my dirty clothes on it. And I just hung it across the room. I'm pissed. I don't want to talk to anybody. And I go upstairs. Right. It's my cousin, his girlfriend, her brother, a couple other friends were there, and then his aunt was there. It's her house, obviously. So I go up there and I'm like, hey, Bert, and I'm just like, whatever, you know, hey, what's up? And they're all like, try to talk to me, and I'm just like, you know what, whatever, dude. And they're all like, you know, Bert's in a really freaking bad mood. I don't know what his deal is, because not like I told anybody what's going on. So they're like, we're just going to go in the back room, whatever. I'm like, don't give a shit. I'm just going to sit here. In my mind, I'm just going to sit here and watch whatever the stupid TV program is that's on that she's watching, his aunt. And I'm just not going to talk to anybody. I'm already pissed off, and I just want to deal with his crap. So they all go to their back room, and she asks me, hey, what's going on? Whatever it is, you know, we don't have to tell them anything about it. And I'm like, so I'm telling her the same story I'm telling you guys, you know. I get this phone call. This guy that my parents had uh, fostered for a long time somebody i actually looked at as family and a, a good friend committed suicide and i start getting really emotional at this point and she's just like she's super chill she's like i understand you know that's a terrible thing and life sucks sometimes and i'm just like yeah but then i start getting this feeling like a burning sensation almost like somebody staring i don't know if you've ever been stared down or you've ever been into a fight but somebody will look at you like, I'm going to kick the shit out of this guy mm-hmm. from across the room. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, mm, man, I get that feeling. Somebody yeah. is eyeballing me. And she's listening and all this stuff. And I stopped talking. I was like, you ever get that feeling you're just being watched? Wow. And she's, she's like, where? <laughs> and I'm like, pointing to the kitchen. Now, to get to the basement, you had to go through the kitchen. It's an odd question. So point to the kitchen. Yeah. She just said where, and I'm like, right. That would see. That's a red. I'm, I'm like, getting, okay. Yeah, that was not yeah. a usual answer. Mm-hmm. And this is where shit went crazy. It's the most paranormal thing I've ever seen in my whole fucking life. I point to the kitchen, and as soon as I point to the kitchen, she looks. As soon as she looks, all the cupboard doors start opening up. She had dishes on a dish rack in there. They just fucking went flying across the room. Cups, things are flying out, and I'm just pale. And I'm just like, what's going on? She very calmly, like. My dad telling that guy, go look in the back room. Nobody's there. She's used to this. She gets up. 
she goes to this little cigar box thing she has on her shelf. She pulls out some sage and a lighter and she's burning it. And she's just like wafting this thing mm-hmm. like this going into her kitchen, smoke going in and almost like somebody turning off a faucet, all these dishes that are flying out this cupboard, stop this mm. cupboard. They're stopping this cupboard. They're stopping and whatever it is, she forces it down back into the basement. And she looks at me she, after she gets done and she closes the door. And she says, did you get emotional in the basement? I was like, yeah, that's where I got the phone call. I was pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, She's that like, makes so much sense. He says, that's where it's trying to attach itself to you. It yeah. knew that you were vulnerable. And I'm like, yeah. what? What is this thing? She said, as far as I could tell, it's a demon. That's all I could tell you. She's like, but it's not the first time I've encountered this. I'm like, I'm at this point, I'm shaking. I'm very sweaty. I'm white. Right. right. And I'm just like, what is going on? You know? And my cousin was dating a girl that she was fostering. They weren't related. Not a whole weird thing, but they come out and they're like, what's going on? And uh, the thing from the basement was out here. And all the kids go, oh. And I'm like, what? And she's like, uh, her brother, one of the kids that's fostered her, it took him over at one point. And I'm not being mean to this lady. She's a heavier set lady. She said, I had to try and hold him down, but he picked me up off the ground. And this kid was bony. He was a little like 90-pound sop and wet kind of kid. Wow. He picked me right up off the ground. I had to perform an exorcism on him. Jesus. Like, Are you fucking kidding me? So like, yeah, everything's fine now. And I was like, It's still my there cousin, though. Um, yeah. It's just in the basement. They just keep and, it at bay down there. Yeah. You gotta get it out. I there. could I could take you right to that house. I know exactly where it was because I took her my uh, Cassie to that house after I told her the story. She said, like, I don't want to go there. I was like, Well, I want to visit her and say hi to her. So I did. And she was super nice. Like, hey, how's it going? I was like, Is it still down there? She's like, Yeah. That's well, crazy. it's feeding off that anger, Burton. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You have that traumatic experience, and then it's just like yeah. like the vampire of of dark energy yeah. where it's, you know, it, it's just it's pulling that, powering itself up. And then it's yeah. able to, what, open all the doors of the cabinets, start throwing it, everything around. It, like it was throwing a fit that it got caught. It was weird because... Like I said, I felt like a burning, like just somebody staring me down. It was like the yeah. most intense feeling. I've been in fights before in high school and yeah. afterwards and stuff like that. And like that is like the most intense I've ever been stared at in my whole fucking life. And I'm just like, what is going on? Yeah, that's what really wild. But it also shows, Burton, how powerful you might be, brother. You've got that kind of energy down there that's that can you know, that can power something like that, you know, I'm just saying Uh, that that's something that uh, I don't know if you've ever felt that about yourself, but yeah, you might be be something to that where, you know, you have some kind of ability with uh, energy or uh, I don't know. It just seems interesting that um, that was, that was 2008. And I believe she has moved since then. But I would be very interested to visit the people that live there now. Dude, let me know if that happens. I'm pretty good at cold if, calling. If you can get a I don't contact. know, man. Yeah, I, I don't want to be the guy walk up to your house like, yeah, demon in your basement. And they'll be right. like, what? Yeah. Like, yeah. Know, and then there's like nothing basement. that happened. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. sometimes they follow people. She never had yeah. any issues afterwards. And she moved. I don't know when the family moved. That'd be interesting to see yeah. if anything's happened because they're they're not localized a lot of times. They'll hitch a ride with you. We've talked about this yeah. on the show. 
I don't know how it works. I mean, I, I fully believe like stir of echoes, like there's that imprint. There's the but demons is a different. Get that's out, a different ball game. Though. Demons it's it sounds a, a little bit different. Yeah, yeah it's not connected to the house or a lot of times it's the. I don't know a lot about demons. Um, I don't know either, but like there was a follow up that happened, which is kind of silly in a way. Like this last year, I was sleeping like in the living room, fell asleep kind of situation. And I have this dream where somebody comes up to me and they're like, hey, I need you to come see this girl. She's in the hospital and she's dying and she wants to talk to you. And I'm just like, why? And she's like, well, you know, the whole paranormal thing. And I'm like, I don't know, but it's a dream. So I'm like, whatever. <laughs> so I go in this, I know it's a dream at this point. And I go to this hospital and there's this girl, she's in the bed and she's dying. Right. But like her family's surrounding her. And at one point she sits up, she's like, I'm fine. And, like, I'm staring at this girl because she looks almost familiar. I'm like, how's this girl seem like? I know who she is, but I don't know who she is. And she stops and she looks at me like, you look familiar. And she stops and she looks at me again like, who the hell is this guy? And then she stops and she gets this big smile. Like, like her mouth goes super wide and she gets this big smile. And she says, oh, I remember you. And in my dream, all I remember is that stuff flying off that shelf and that feeling Mm -hmm. and that look that she was giving me was like the same look that I was feeling. Yeah. And in my dream, I just said, hey, fuck you. And like, it was really weird because not too long after that, I kind of woke up. It was like, I know, I don't really believe in the whole 3 a.m. thing, but it was 3 a.m. Yeah, sure. Cassie was sleeping in the bed. She woke up in a panic. She said, I don't know what it was, but something, uh, I'm freaking out. And I was like, what? So I had this terrible dream where I encounter this thing again. And at the same time she wakes up, at the same time I wake up, two different rooms, she said, I don't know, something's wrong. I woke up and she she was just panicked. Wow. I don't know what it was. That's creepy. So at that I was like, what is going on here? Is this thing trying to find me or what the hell is this? I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. Getting at you through your dreams. For that, sure, man. That sounds like Hollow Sky 2 with Cemetery X and the whole like craziness. Oh, of- yeah. That it gives me chills even like thinking about some of those stories and like this moment because, yeah, once it's like I don't even have the safety in my dreams anymore, you can get over to that aspect. Like that, yeah, I need somewhere yeah. to run, I need somewhere to be able to hide and get my That's rest weird. and come back That's, and fight another ghost. That's some Freddy stuff, yeah, I mean, yeah, Freddy, I didn't don't think about fall that. Asleep. Jeez, that's where it I starts, sleep, but then it comes into right, comes into this reality. Well, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't be able to sleep if I'm going like, okay, I am. I'm having like the Friday the 13th or whatever nightmare on Elm Street. Like I'm going to fall asleep and fall into this. Yeah. That's what it is with sleep paralysis too, though. A lot of times when you have that, like you wake up from it. But the crazy thing is, you know, when you fall asleep again, you're like, I, anytime I've ever had it, I'm really like not thrilled to fall asleep again. But the crazy part is, you know, it's going to happen almost like as quick as possible because mm-hmm. your your mind is still in that state and then when you fall asleep you go right back into those dreams a lot of times that's right yep and it's like oh god oh, man. i just fell right back into it it's like stranger things like through the ceiling into the uh trailer i experienced the, that yeah. for the first time last month really yeah sleep paralysis yeah first time oh, wow go ahead. i never experienced it until last month i was laying in bed and it was like i was laying on my side and I felt something crawling on my bed. Oh, yeah. And I was the only one in bed at the time. And I'm like, I'm trying to, like, at this point, I'm awake. I'm calm, but my heart is racing. And I can mm-hmm. feel my heart. And I'm like, something's on the bed. And I try and turn around. And I can't move. And I'm telling myself, look, there's something there. You got to look. And I'm like, trying to force myself. And I'm trying to force myself. And I can't move. 
I'm like, what is going on? And I'm like, is this really happening right now? And it was happening. I was wide awake, but I could not move. And my heart was beating. But at the same time, in my mind, I was calm. Mm-hmm. Until finally, I'm just like, God damn it, you got to look. And I'm like forcing myself and I force myself and I finally get over and I can move fine then. And right. whatever was on my bed stopped moving. It was not there anymore. And I'm just like, what in the hell was that? And yeah. I, sleep paralysis. Was that sleep paralysis? Oh, yeah. It was sleep paralysis. But why is it always there's an entity holding you down? That's the well, weird I mean, thing about it. I mean, back to like the incubus and mm. the, uh, yeah. the weight on the chest. And yeah, it's a phenomenon that's been around for quite a while. But yeah, I'll sit there and I'll be like, I can do it. I can do it. I'm going to move my arm. And then as soon as you can actually break through and move. Oh. Then it all stops. Yeah. yeah. I usually am trying exactly. to like just say a name or like scream for somebody and I can't. I almost I can get just like a uh, My sleep paralysis like always involved being pulled up, like my soul being pulled out of me and then being Ooh. lifted up almost like into the air. And it's like your body's still there, mm-hmm. but it's your energy is like being pulled up was the sensation. And I remember wow. just going like and this would happen. This has happened, I don't know, 20 times or more, the exact same kind of sensation. And then you just break through, and then all of a sudden it stops, and you wake up. It's almost like you, you wake up, yeah. and then you're – it's a different state of consciousness. Functional Like again. you're awake, but you're not – you're kind of in a dream state. I don't know that I've well. ever really had a, like, For a me, fighting uh, mechanism to it. It's just more of like – Oh, I, think I fight. Like Burton where it's oh, like – I fight. You, you, you're you awake to where you think, man, I should be able to turn my head, and you can't. And the more you keep thinking about it, the longer it's just like there becomes a threshold to where, like, I think that's when your brain comes online and finally goes, okay, you are awake, you're aware, I'll let you start moving your body now again. But, like, up until then, I don't – and maybe it's because when I was a kid I had it happen too, but, like, I don't – I never had it. I just know that they. I know that I can't do anything until I'm allowed to do something. Yeah, it's the only way I can put it. Like because I've tried to break out of it or I've had enough of those moments. Like, but don't get me wrong, I'll still have them now. Where I wake up and I am freaked out. Like, my wife woke me up the other night and like gently woke me because in my dream I was like screaming. Right, like to me, to me, I woke up really comfortable. Like she's like rubbing my chest and just being like, like, everything's good. And I woke up, I was like, man, I feel like a million bucks. But you're like, awesome. And she goes, you remember what you were dreaming? I was like, no, was it good? Was it like waffles and bacon or something? Cause like, (laughs) and she's like, no, you're like literally like screaming in your sleep. And I was like, that sounds, no, I don't like that. That sounds bad. And I went back to bed. Right. And by the next morning, it was in that window of, like, you're not awake, you're not asleep, and I forgot about it. So she even texted me the next day and was like, do you remember? And I was like, I forgot about all of that. So, yeah. like, then I was like, oh, yeah, you woke oh, me dude. up real nice. And dude. then I was like, oh, but I was having a nightmare. You and- can ask my dad. When oh. I was in high school, we were, like, playing football, working out a lot. Yeah. I had a dream that I was fighting tons of these pe- people just putting up this fight and my dad's waking me up going what the hell are you doing what the hell are you doing and i wake up i'm like what 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 what's wrong he's like you just ripped the heating register off the wall i ripped the electric oh, heating register nice. off the wall oh yeah and like he had to disable it and yeah. and i just went right back to sleep and then the next day my mom's like look what you did you ripped the whole like 
calm down. Like, I don't know. I just going full Dale and Brennan. Oh man. I was like, but I was in my <laughs> oh dream. My I was gosh. like fighting for my life. Yeah. From what I remember. Yeah. But why was I just pulling something off the wall? That never made sense to me. It, it's very my strange. My brother one time in my dream, I had a, uh, a dream that my brother was trying to like get in my face and just, you know, pissing me off. And I took a swing on him in the dream and I woke up and I was hitting the wall next to my bed and my mom and dad came in there like, what happened? And I was like, I just hit the wall. And I'm like, That's what woke me up. And they're like, why? I was like, I thought it was my brother. I thought, yeah, yeah. I was, I had a dream. He was in my face. So I hit him. And they're like, Jesus yeah. Christ. That's <laughs> crazy, man. You ever but have those dreams brother, where you lose your uh, coordination? Oh God! You're playing sports or basketball, and you like can't dribble the ball. You can't Can't run. run. You can't have the like the simple basic motor functions. Like I know how to dribble a basketball. Yeah, I know how to shoot a basketball. I know how to walk and run. Yeah, I never have dreams about being in the NBA. I don't have good coordination in real life, and (laughs) it's even worse in my dreams. Oh yeah, it's it's the frustrating frustrating. ones of not being able to run or like you're in a fight. And like you're yeah, throwing like the slowest yeah. punch in the world. It's, yep. Oh my god! Yeah, exactly. Man. And you will That's it. Terrible to be like a powerful punch, and you're just like, oh come on, just. I, gotta, I always try to I will say, my way. It's into, not a good slogan. Like you know, live your dreams. Like my dreams kind of suck. Like I'm a wuss. <laughs> I'm terribly uncoordinated. Like that needs yeah. to be a movie. Well, some of my dreams are amazing. Well, some of my dreams. Cool. Flying dreams are the best. Yep. Oh, yeah, those are cool. Or a great dinner. I like dreams about food. <laughs> not gonna lie. You need to eat more, sir. You're too skinny. Oh, Me and dream, dreams are weird. Yeah. Uh, so awesome. My brother, I the one I haven't mentioned, the one I have mentioned, but he's just a year older than me. He used to sleepwalk and he had it mapped out where he could sleepwalk, go take a piss in the mo- in the middle of the night, <laughs> totally asleep. Oh, yeah. Back to bed, no problem. Oh, yeah. One day he fell asleep in the living room. Yep. And he took a, a, tr- a stroll into our uh, porch where we had the wood stove, pissed right in the ash bucket. <laughs> and everybody's like, what's Harold? Or, well, I've got their name. Uh, leave that out if you can. And then, well, that's what's, three what's out of three. <laughs> yeah. Burton everybody keep like, your mouth quiet. It's like Hagrid, like, I wasn't supposed <laughs> to say that, was I? I wasn't supposed Sh- to say that. Shouldn't have told you that. But, uh, we can bleep <laughs> exactly. it out. We can bleep it out. That's hilarious. But then we, we stayed at, yeah. We stayed at my grandparents' house and fell asleep in the living room. That's funny. And the brother Henry, who wakes, you know, goes hunting. I already mentioned his name. He's fine. He wakes up to our other brother standing over top of him, holding it in his hand, ready to go right on his head. No. And he wakes up. No, 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 no. Oh he stops. He's like, I'd he wakes up and he's like, "What?" And he's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "I don't know." And they had to take him to the bathroom. Like, God, man, you were about just saying, not going to work out. I'd wake. He didn't you get up it. Thank God. Quick. Yep. I'd wake you. He up didn't get quick. it. I'd ring that bell. <laughs> if I would have woke up to that, and my, my brother, I won't say his name. I've got three of them, so it's no. not one of them. But I have a, a family member. It could be my sister Jamie now. Well, it's not uh, her. It's not physical. Anyhow, what story? One Hagrid. Of them. <laughs> Jamie oh didn't God, do it. You're failing. But one of them, yeah, was notorious for <laughs> not having any kind of map, but just a oh, random boy. necessity randomly from time to time to, you know, fill up his own shoe or uh, I think oh. he tried to pee on his roommate's books in college a couple times, you know, at the desk. Oh, no. <laughs> Hey, he had some very awesome. good, he had some very interesting takes on why it was okay because it was, you know, clear 
and it wouldn't have an odor or this or that. And we're like, I mean, he'd, <laughs> drinking. he'd go right back to bed and we'd tell him what no he biggie. did. No idea. Yeah. God, that was funny. Oh, man. Don't worry That's about it. Awesome. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. I'm like, hey, man, it's your shoes. I'm just, you man, know. we're all over the map on this one. I we like are. these kind of episodes. Uh, yeah. That's this awesome. is fun, man. This has been so good. Yeah. I like this. Burton, I had a question for you. We're into ancient civilizations, lost technology. Here in Ohio, we have mounds and earthworks. Yep. Is there anything around where you live? Is there petroglyphs? Do, is there any kind of like ancient history or anything that you've kind of oh. run into or, or dug up in that world? The Badlands of the South Dakota themselves. Like, yeah. Been there. Yeah. It's uh, beautiful. Beautiful. Love My it. dad used to tell me stories of, uh, you know, you see the rock in the Badlands, you see the different colors, and you see red embedded in the rock, which is obviously just a different style of rock. But my dad used to tell me the legends of that's how our, uh, it's the blood of our ancestors is buried in the soil that lost at uh, war and stuff like that. And the people that died at war, and that's their blood. And that's like one of their, you know, the stories that natives tell to other natives. And uh, in my research, uh, and I actually found this one from another guy who I met at Van Meter. He's a pretty well-known paranormal expert, I would say. Have you guys seen that show uh, with William Shatner, The Unexplained? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Chad Lewis. Yeah. Uh, he's on there. I, I met know. him. Great guy. Oh, just amazing. And I was watching some of his videos, and there's this thing called the Banshee of the Badlands. And supposedly out in the middle of the Badlands, which I've been to a million times, everybody, you know, has been here, has gone out there, and I've never seen anything. But supposedly there's a legend affiliated with the Badlands in that area around Kadoka that there's some kind of a Banshee woman thing that will scream at you and... It's accompanied by like a walking skeleton. Hmm. Yeah, like there's a whole okay. thing on it. I don't know, but I did not see that. But I'm glad I didn't know about that, or that my wife didn't know about it. Maybe my dog saw I, it because he got freaked out a couple times. <laughs> oh, dude, Sorry. there are so many like. Oh, there's. Uh, anyways, there's that one. Then, in Sioux Falls, which is like an hour from me, there are burial mounds native american burial mounds that nobody's really like they have a park around it and then they have that kind of like fenced off kind of you could still go up there if you really wanted to mm -hmm. somebody goes on there and they mow it yeah but there are these big mounds of native american bones and stuff supposedly buried on there yeah and they say that it's haunted and you can hear like screams at night or like war cries and stuff like that and yeah it's a whole thing to go down there mm -hmm. so there are a few interesting yeah. I you wonder if the areas around like the town hall reports of, of that specific area, if there's any town hall reports of people digging into them in the 1800s and if they found anything. Oh, um, yeah. I'll sidebar with you on that because I'd like to know more about those mounds. Um, you know, yeah, generally that's on this side of the Mississippi. Right. So yep. that's always interesting to hear. It's mounds in North Dakota, South Dakota, and South the Dakotas. Dakota, yep. You know, um, yeah, sorry, South them. Dakota. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Deadwood, uh, Deadwood, South Dakota. Obviously, the HBO show Deadwood's based yeah. off that, and there's old cowboy western stuff. The crazy thing about that town, which I still love to hear about, is people will be like doing renovations in their backyard. Like, I want to put a pool in, so I'm going to dig, you know, this oh, area by this area. And it wasn't even like 
a few years ago that they're still finding human remains. Oh yeah, from back in the day. Like uh, oh god damn it! Now I gotta get the cops involved right. because I just found Potato Sack Johnny or whatever his name was. And <laughs> Potato Sack Johnny. <laughs> there's actually a guy buried by Wild Bill called a uh, Potato Sack or Potato Creek Johnny or something like That's that. That's awesome. And he, he's famous for finding the like the biggest gold nugget in the Badlands. Oh wow. Yeah, that's cool. And like he got so famous from it, he got buried next to Wild Bill. So I was like, "That's kind of crazy." That's almost got Bill Hickok. That must have been a serious, serious nugget. Oh yeah, damn. We almost got attacked by a mountain lion up there because my dumbass thought, you know, it'd be a great place to ghost hunt is the Mount Moriah Cemetery in Deadwood, and we could do it in the middle of the night because it's you know totally free. Yeah, and. Like, if you go there during the day, they actually, like, you have to pay to get in. It's kind of weird because it's a cemetery. But charge to go to a cemetery. Yeah, because it's like Wild, wild Bill, Clarity right, right. Cane, It's, like, all it's those a tourist people. stop. It's, it's, it's probably a like, tourist thing. You're probably going to put it's mu- kinda a parking crazy. lot. You pay to go in the parking lot or something, you know. You go to the parking lot, then you, like, okay. to enter or whatever, they, you get, like, a little map and a newspaper and all this crap of back in the day. And um, anyways... We go there. It's late at night. I'm talking like damn near midnight. And I'm like, you know, it's August. I'm thinking we'll go up there because there's this whole thing about the um, Bullock Hotel being haunted. And uh, Seth Bullock says he could see Teddy Roosevelt's fucking monument from his grave. It's a whole Unsolved Mysteries episode. And I was like, oh, man, you know, that means that maybe possibly his grave itself is haunted. Mm. So we start, and it's all uphill, this cemetery. It sucks. It's great. It's a great cemetery. Sucks to hike. <laughs> yeah. So take your time when you go out there. It's beautiful. It's all but it make sure you stretch. Yeah. Yeah. So we park <laughs> in the parking lot. I'm like, all right, nobody's here. You know, totally good to go. We start making our way up. We get about maybe a quarter of the way up this freaking mountain thing. And I look at Cash and I'm like, I forgot the water jug at the car. We're both already out of like, <clears throat> like, we better go get that water. I'm like, damn it. So now I got to hike back <laughs> down this freaking mountain. So I go back, I get to the car, which is right by the entry thing. And there are people there now. There's an SUV parked out front. And I'm like, Fuck. I just know that they're going to be like cops. It's a black SUV. And they're going to be like, you can't be here at night. And I'm going to be like, crap. But it's actually people that clean up the entryway thing where they sell all their tickets and stuff. And they take care of the tourist attraction part of it. You're like, hey, hey, how's it going? And he's like, good. And I'm like, is it cool if I ghost hunt up here? And he's like, yeah, go for it. I'm like, cool. And then as I'm walking up, he's like, oh, just keep an eye out for the mountain lion. Hmm. And I'm like, mountain lion? There's a mountain lion? He's like, well, some people recently said that they've seen one in the area, and it happens from time to time where there's a mountain lion. And I'm like, Oh, and then this old lady pops her head out around the corner. Do you tell him about the mountain lion? And I'm like, do you think that there's a mountain lion? And mind you, this entire time, Cassie's been up the hill already <laughs> on this mountain. Yeah, She's in the middle of the cemetery. I have the only light, too, by the way. So she's got, like, her phone out there. So this lady tells him, I was like, do you think there's a mountain lion? She's like, well, let me just tell you this. Usually this place is full of bunnies, and I haven't seen one in days. <laughs> I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. All right. So I'm thinking Cassie's up, Cassie's up the hill. So I'm like, 
you know, where Seth Bullock's grave is, is the furthest point on this mountain. And there's a little hiking trail that goes up there. And then there's a road that they take for maintenance, a little like gator thing could go up. I'm walking back up this thing and I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take this big ass spotlight I got for ghost hunting. And I'm going to aim it up there just to see if I see anything. And right where those two roads meet, I aim it up there. There's a mountain lion and he's staring at me. Whoa. And I'm like, okay, fuck. So I'm like, shit, this isn't happening tonight. So I'm like yelling, Cassie? And she's like not responding. And I'm thinking, shit. So I go and like, I'm like keeping an eye on this thing the whole time because the whole thing, all you can see is just like little eyes reflecting and its ears. And I'm just like, shit, this thing is huge. And I was like, God damn it. And finally she's like, yeah, she's thinking it was the cops. So she didn't want to respond. I'm thinking she got freaking taken out. Right. Mm-hmm. She's like, I was like, it's not happening tonight. She's like, is it the cops? And I'm like, <laughs> those aren't cops. I'm, we're worried about the mountain lion. She's like, there's a mountain lion? And she's like, hauling ass different at this level. I'm like, different level. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, there's a mountain lion like right there. And she looks up and she doesn't see it because she's like, whatever. And she's like down the hill and I'm like right behind her. But I had the light on that thing the whole time. And sure enough, it just kept eyes on me. Like if we had went up that to Seth Bullock's grave, right. it was going to be waiting for me as we got there. Man, it's like the spirit that of sucked. the mountain lions protecting Seth's grave. No one. It, Thackeray Binks from Hocus Pocus grew up. <laughs> right. Oh, man. No one, yeah, can enter. no one can enter. Don't light the black flame candle. You enter, you will not leave alive. And of course, those people were down there like, are you guys leaving? I was like, saw the mountain line. They're like, oh, you did? I was like, it's right there. And they're like, really get their flashlights out looking. They're like, oh, my God. I was like, yeah, we don't need to ghost hunt this one at night. No. Nope. Nope. Leave Maybe that that's a day. return visit. But man, you're hiking all the way up there. It's like, dang it. We were so close. Mountain yeah. lion. What are we doing here? Well, Dude, it was such a beautiful night, too. It was calm. Nice there was no wind. It was cool. The moon yeah. was out. Oh, it's nice. And that's nice ghost hunting a night with them when the moon's out. You can see so much. That's good hunting. Yeah. This has been awesome. Yeah. Um, It's been so great. Uh, It's been awesome to get to know you. I know we've been kind of chatting online and uh, have enjoyed you in our chats and and sidebar and on Instagram. And and, uh, just want to share the love uh, for everybody. Go. Uh, follow Burton. Check, Check out what out he's doing. Uh, Burton, if you want to take us away with, um, you know, what you've been up to in terms of, like, where, where people can find you, um, how they can tap into your content, yeah. that'd be amazing. Absolutely. Um, you can look up my YouTube channel, Local Legends Burton Moran. Uh, you can look up my podcast, which is on um, Spotify. Basically, all of them except iTunes, which I don't have yet. Okay. I don't have that set up, but uh, the Local Legends podcast. Follow me on TikTok at Bam Moran if you want. Um, Instagram, Bert Moran. Um, yeah, that should be about it. Awesome. Do you have any other shows coming up or anybody else that you're going out and doing any hunts with or anything crazy like that to keep an ear out for? There is a possibility that me and the Hollow Sky podcast might be going to a haunted insane asylum at some point. <gasps> okay. Of course. Okay. So okay. We'll, we'll see about guys. that. All right. Oh, man. Let us know about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I want to be following that, that one closely because if you guys get on and do a, an episode, I need to be make if it's tuning in to a live stream, I, I need to hear that. Right. Um, oh, absolutely. That would be awesome. You guys team, you yeah. teaming up with those fellas. Hello. Yeah. 
That's you guys ever want me back on the show? I'm 100% down to do this again. This is great. Oh, my Absolutely. God, bro. Yes, you Absolutely. are uh, a part of the family as far as I'm concerned. You know, we oh, like wow. I said. Same, one, I feel the same. One of the original hitchhikers. Yeah, 100%. Like, Bert, oh, I mean, yeah, I like sure. that. You know, we. Uh, I like that. I think Burton came across our show through Hollow Sky when we did their episode did. and streamed that. I I'd think that was I the first like one him. he tuned into was Hollow Sky, yep. and then yeah, that uh, seems like forever ago now, doesn't it? Even though it's it only does. Been like yeah, just been a lot going on. Well, we've done. I don't know. I, ever since then, I have been enjoying the content. You oh, guys have been putting out it. a lot of work. Thank you. I, I'm just enjoying the hell out of it. So appreciate that. That's, Absolutely, you. You guys are awesome. Mike and Kyle and Matt. Uh, yeah, all making all this happen, and it's a team. Shout out to the guys that you know I, I haven't talked to, but I've heard. <laughs> yeah, you know, working behind the scenes there, you guys are doing awesome. Yeah, we had them out here. They what was it, it when we were on DA show the other week? They came out and we made them get on camera to kind of show who's yeah. all here. You yeah. know, because absolutely yeah, we're the front facing of this, but there's a ton of back end work that is going on to make all this happen. Actually, it's funny oh. that this came up. This is like a nice segue for me. I was thinking like my whole role. I'm like George Clooney from Mo Brother Where Art There with somebody's <laughs> like, just just talk into this can. Just talk right here. Bro. Just, that's all we need you to do right here. Just if you could focus. Yeah. I want to hear you sing that song now. That's a great we song. Oh, focus. man. He's a human jukebox. We got a lot of songs. Time will tell. On. Yeah. Well, that's Bert, awesome. Burton, we're going to we're going to send this baby off to sea. Yep. Um, stick around for here for just a second. We're going to outro the show. Stand by. We're going to be right back. Give you a proper goodbye. I know you got to get yeah. going. Um, but man, this has been awesome. Burton yeah, Moran. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Everybody yeah. go check out local legends. Absolutely. Um, fantastic stuff that he's got going on and what great stories. He's got the fire for it too. This was the, the passion. there. That. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you again, Burton. Appreciate you. Uh, you're yeah, awesome, you dude. Guys. I love absolutely. it. And uh, we're signing out. You guys can follow us at The Strange Road. Make sure you like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. If you like what we're doing, uh, if you listen to our show, a uh, five-star rating or bust would be awesome. We actually Please. have had some incredible ratings and reviews. So we've been, uh, you know asking and if you guys like the show rate us and it's, it's people are doing it uh, i think the pot's starting liking, to not uh, boil but it's you know it's going from a simmer to a little bit more of a yeah we're not full on boiling yet but we're definitely starting yeah. to hit some some nodes where people are going and and starting to yep. put the dots together i love when we had a comment from one person going can't believe i just found you guys we love that, but we're like we us either. Like started we, doing this. <laughs> we just started doing this. Yeah, we're we're just getting started. Oh, um, me up. But uh, I love I, it. Uh, Instagram at Spiral. Uh, sorry, that's my old at Mikey Leesner at go. Bob Ranley yep. at Kyle Stonard at Mas Matt Disbro. You guys can check us out. Yep. Um, Don't and, forget to hit like, subscribe. Yes. Kyle just put the images up. All that stuff, and uh, I don't think that we're forgetting anything. Uh, we appreciate the heck out of all you guys. Drop us a line. Say what's up. Yep. Hit us up. We'll try to get back to you. Thank you so much. Promise. We're out. Take us out, fellas. Later. <laughs>